0: The Bio Insights Podcast.
1: Hello, I'm Rosie McGregor an editor with BioInsights, and in this episode, we'll be discussing facility design for state-of-the-art viral vector manufacturing. Our guests today will look at best practices, key learnings, and unique challenges when designing manufacturing facilities for the cell and gene therapy space. Joining me today, we have Mourad Elgadari and Louis-Marie de Montgrond. Morad is Chief Pharmacist and Head of Quality at Eposkese since June 2022 and he joined the company as Head of Operations in 2018. With 15 years of bioproduction and cell and gene therapy experience, Morad has held various managerial roles in quality and GMP manufacturing at European pharmaceutical companies, including LFB and Cure. Louis Marie is Chief Operational Officer at EPOSCASE since June 2022. With 20 years of experience in leading operations in biopharma industries, He has held several positions at major industrial and CDMO actors. He started his career at Sanofi, followed by 10 years at GSK as head of production and then head of technical services. So thank you both for joining me today, and I'm really looking forward to our discussion. First off, just to kick us off, um, if you could both introduce yourselves and tell me a bit about the work that you do, and Louis-Marie coming to you first.
2: Yes, uh, Louis-Marie de Uh I joined Ypres-Casi, uh a year ago, and uh, I am currently the Director of Operations. I uh, joined a company to really help huge transformation, that is uh, to uh, switch the company from startup development company to uh, an industrial operations organization. My background is uh, I am a biologist. I spent uh, more than 25 years uh in the pharma, biopharma, uh, within big biopharma companies, but also uh, in the CDMO world, and especially in the cell and gene therapy.
0: Well, my name is Morad El-Ghedari. I'm the head of quality and the chief pharmaceutical officer. Um, my background, I'm pharmacist and chemical engineer. I joined the company Eposkese in uh, 2018. It's almost five years now. And uh, the main challenge for EPOSCASY today, it's to continue to, to develop uh, EPOSCASY in the, the steel engine world from the development to the commercial. And uh, with Marie, we started and to work together to aim this objective of EPOSCASY.
1: Wonderful, thank you. So next up, we'll dive into our topic today, um, which is facility design. So to start us off, when it comes to designing manufacturing facilities, what unique challenges or needs does the cell and gene therapy space pose? And Morad, coming back to you.
0: Yeah, the main challenges for cell and gene therapy product, and specifically specifically for EposKZ, we have always in mind, at first, the passion, because uh, our objective is to manufacture some product in order to have some medicine, in order to cure the disease. This is our main objective. The second one, it's for sure has a quality director and the chief pharmaceutical officer of Hippos is to respect regulatory guidance. It means to respect GMPs and GMO regulation. And the third one, it's for sure is to find out a way, and with our new facility, we found out a way to build and to design and to enhance our capacity to uh, produce at large scales and to be commercial for tomorrow.
1: Perfect. Thank you. And Louis-Marie, would you like to add anything?
2: Yes, just in complement to what uh, Morad said. The intention for this uh, new uh, building, B3 building uh, with the Sky project, is really to give uh, an additional uh, uh, background an additional capacity to deliver commercial uh, product. And so uh, the the unique uh, challenge here is uh, really to bring uh, a design where uh, we will have uh, different flows from the b one, that is the the one existing uh, asset. The B3 will do will be with a different design, really uh, adequately designed to ramp up high volumes uh, with uh, different uh, clients' requests. And uh, of course, with the uh, up-to-date uh, standards by the FDA and the NSM.
1: So how did you bring your previous experience to bear when designing a new facility? And Lou Marie, coming to you here first?
2: Yes. In the past, I was uh, involved in uh, many, many uh, CapEx uh, projects, huge projects, hundreds of millions of uh, euros. And so I could bring uh, my background to the one of uh, Morad and of, of, of course, of the IPOSCASI team. And so with this, we brought all the quality, design experience, industrial experience, and really everybody concurred to the same uh, perception. It's just wow! This B three building is uh, best design, up to date standards, considering all the energy uh, efficiency with all the latest technology, and this is really the mix up of all our background. Morad uh, designed all the, the details uh, because he was the sponsor at the beginning of of this building and so i just brought some additional uh, background more from uh, industrial operation organization from resources shift from uh, also standardization and harmonization from the platform and the equipment and catalog services
0: so regarding this question uh has Le-Marie said it's it's a synergy regarding expertise we expertise but uh, expertise of the people uh, here in ipos regarding GMO production, AV and LV production. Uh, the track record of IPOS-KZ, it's quite important because from uh, uh, 2016 and earlier in 2013, we have produced many, many batches. We've got a facility today in the current building, at the start of the heart, I would like to say regarding the production for IAV and NT at clinical stage, and all this experience and expertise have been injected in the new facility. For the new facility, the Kai project, the B three building, it means that we have implemented all the expertise and experience. Some example, we've got we respect GMO and GMP guidance. Unidirectional flow or west dedicated pass airlock system personal airlock unidirectional flow in order to avoid any potential cross contamination for the product. Other element regarding the design, the layout, the layouts have been designed in order to produce at a commercial where it means that you can produce simultaneously. Many batches in the same times, and we do at the same time to respect GMP and GMO. The design of rooms and the choice of, of the technology during the project have been chosen in order to avoid, as I say, a potential contamination in the product. It means that, for example, the chiller of the bioreactor, commonly the chiller of the bioreactor, are in the GMP area. It can be a source of contamination. What we have decided with the team of the project, with Louis Marie, with all the person, it means that we need to avoid any equipment not necessary, not important in the classroom area in order to gain space and to avoid, as I say, potential contamination. That's why the chiller have been placed in the full ceiling in unclassified area in order to avoid this potential contamination. This is some example, some tips that we have done during this project. Another thing, regarding the quality aspect, the quality system is exactly the same for the new facility. Why? Because we have decided to link the two building with a specific tunnel In order to have some flu from the previous building to the current building, in order to have the same quality system to gain on the technology transfer to avoid any potential qualification or revalidation regarding some flu, because we have already a quality system in place. Something quite specific for the uh, the French regulation, the French GMP, BPF, Bonne Pratique de Fabrication. It means that with the link between the current building and the new facility, we'll maintain one fifth pharmaceutical officer on site. By this way, we gain time, we gain quality, and we have the same quality, I would like to say, on all the manufacturing area. And we got many, many examples like that in order to be ready to commercial production for the AVLNT, to be ready tomorrow for a potential BLA, because we will have only one quality pharmaceutical system on site, and to be ready tomorrow, as I said, on, on, to manufacture and you produce some 10 engine therapy product for patients.
1: What were the key considerations for ensuring the ability to meet future commercial demands and capacity requirements in such a rapidly evolving space? And Morad coming to you here first. As a
0: pharmacist and quality director, I would like to say I consider the pharmaceutical regarding through the five M method. It means the first one, I like to say, it's regarding the equipment. We have chosen single-use equipment in order to uh, answer the challenge of producing AAV and The second way, it's regarding the environment. The new facility have been built in mirror production area. It means that we have we have, we optimize sorry, the qualification process and the qualification almost copied and passed, therefore saving times in qualification in order to be ready to manufacture. This is regarding the way from the environment and method. Regarding the environment, I would like just to to announce one point during the design of the building, we took into account the need in terms of optimization processes, but also to take account the government with the implementation of innovative greener solution and regarding the workforce uh, we have decided to have to involve the person regarding the current building to the qualification of the new building in order to optimize the training
2: talking about the consideration of uh, greener solutions. Uh, Of course, we have uh, implemented uh, renewable uh, energies because uh, it helps us to reduce our our cost. Uh, Of course, it is a capex, but uh, it is uh, sustainable uh, solutions. The other thing is also uh, designing equipment having in mind always the uh, efficiency and the energy efficiency in terms of consumptions. It means when the building is uh, uh, running uh, full speed, of course, we need all those energies for all those uh, pharmaceutical rooms. But uh, when we are in shutdown or uh, in an intermediate inter campaign uh, situation, we can also reduce our consumption of energy. And we have several technologies to uh, reduce, uh, for example, with the HVAC uh, system, the speed, the flow, but still, of course, being uh, compliant with all the uh, pharmaceutical requirements. Now, if, if we take uh, the key considerations for ensuring the ability to meet uh, future commercial uh, demands, one of the things that will change is with such a big building, we have to uh, consider another organization i was saying switching to industrial operation it means for example to work in shift organization because uh once the building is is launched we have several products one after the other and we can't stop anymore uh, the process uh, so that's a key topic another point is also the fact that we identify the needs for Let's say the next five ten years uh, on the market, and uh, up to now we design this uh, commercial uh, manufacturing uh, asset for one thousand liter size. But in case of there are some specific requests, we also uh, anticipated uh, a bigger uh, design uh, with a process up to two thousand liter in upstream. And of, of course, with the uh, adequate uh, DSP uh, trains. Well, all of this has been included in the in this B3 uh, design. And one of the key points is really, now the B3 will bring higher capacity. That means the future commercial demands represent, uh, we, everybody is, is agreeing on the fact that we will triple uh, the, the 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 demands we build. So our capacity today will follow this. And this building at itself will be able to deliver at least 40 batches a year.
1: So we'll now turn to another hot topic in the space, which is workforce. So staff recruitment and retention is another challenging area for cell and gene therapy. How are you ensuring a sufficient workforce to meet your needs?
2: Since a long time, ePostKZ has been involved with uh, universities and with uh, uh, engineering uh, school and, uh, and a different profile of uh, school to really uh, complement our needs. Today, saying it's okay, it is not sufficient. We are going to even open the door much more this year, for example, we will do the openings for students uh, by october the 20th by this we want to also leave the opportunity to some of the students that are really curious uh eager to know and to learn about cell engine therapy to come and see uh from a practical point of view uh what is an industrial commercial manufacturing uh, building um but also the, the 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 B1 with all the clinical uh organization so uh, today uh, we are enlarging we are extending uh, our our strategy because for the near future the B three would request almost eighty people at full capacity and so with this we splitted our strategy with uh, the different skills technicians engineers uh, pharmacists and with this, we have some specific uh, interaction. For example, we are proposing internship, of course, but also uh, there are some uh, specific programs that are including in the uh, school diploma so that they come for a certain period. Uh, we call it in French alternance. Uh, and they, they, come, they, they come for a few weeks in hyposcopy in and they, then they go back to the... To the university, and uh, by the end, also uh, we are going to develop some specific businesses with uh, students because we think they have also uh, some new ideas, and they are really amazing in, in terms of how to uh, simplify, because they have uh, new eyes completely. Uh, they are not formatted uh, with uh, our background, and so they propose things that sometimes are really. Uh, Amazing. So today we are uh, planning for the next five years a ramp up, and uh, let's say we hope to be successful. We are putting all the necessary networking, contract partnership uh, to really uh, bring all the people. But one of the things that will be the most important is to convince them just to come and see our capacities, because. As soon as they come and see, they will understand what is the way of working, what is the atmosphere, uh, the life balance, uh, work. The and and so by this, they will be convinced that really Eposkazi is a, a great uh, opportunity, is a great place to live. And by this, of course, retention will be just natural because they. They, they will develop themselves. They will learn about things. They will bring some uh, some uh, competence. They will bring also uh, adequate uh, workforce uh, to do the ramp-up with the B3. And uh, yes, so recruitment and retention, here is our plan. And um, we are definitely very positive uh, for the future.
0: The key point is the people for the manufacturing area. And specifically for the CGT and the two challenges for epos the first one, it's how can we retain our workforce today for epos How can we involve the current people in the current building to the new facility? And the second one, it's how can we recruit another uh, workforces and, uh, and develop expertise at the CGT world? For the first one, for the first challenge, I'd like to say, and uh, Louis-Marie explain in details, uh, our strategy. And the main thing is we are already involved, our technicians, our quality manager, production manager, warehouse manager, and all the forces of ypos in the new building. They are involved in the project. They are involved on in the qualification. They are involved on the choice of the equipment, which kind of bioreactor we we'll would like tomorrow, which kind of equipment we we'll would like tomorrow for the new building. And they have been involved on the choice. And they have been involved on something, you know, I like to say there is no impact on the quality, but they are involved on the choice of the color inside the new facility in order to appropriate the new building. This is one thing I would like to say, to retain the person currently present on hyposcase in order to be prepared for tomorrow for the new building, in order to prepare to manufacture the AV Atlante on commercial product. This is the main thing, it's how we have decided to retain CGT expertise in post cases. Second thing is, how can we recruit another people for the new facility? Because we need some workforces, more and more workforces because for the CGT, we need to have uh, many people, many expertise, and to enhance our capacity to produce for commercial tomorrow. That's why, as Brimari explained in details, we have developed some partnership with local school and one tomorrow, on 20th of October, we have decided to open the doors of EPOSCISI in order to see what is the different jobs inside a manufacturing, CGT, TDMO, in production, in quality, in quality control, and all the different departments.
1: Absolutely. So if you reflect on your progress so far, What would be your key learnings and advice when it comes to successful facility design for the cell and gene therapy space and crucially what are the most important pitfalls to avoid and morad if we stay with you here
0: the main challenges and um as i said for the design of a new facility we have decided to create a synergy regarding expertise and experience of the people or in post-casi. And tomorrow, what is successful facility design for CDT expects? It's, it's a really good question, I like to say. It's a, it's a difficult question. And uh, in Iposkazi, we have decided to answer by some different topics. The first one is always have a step ahead. It means that for the new facility, we have currently two manufacturing areas. Mirror, as I said, in order to produce at large scale up to 2000 meters, the future AAV planty product. The new facility, as I said, we have decided to have a step ahead. It means that we have planned, we have sufficient space to have another suite, another manufacturing suite, up to four to five manufacturing suites. We have some capacity tomorrow to implement a new manufacturing capacity if needed, in order to be ready for and to manufacture more and more and more product.
2: One, one of the things on which we can and uh, phase is uh, a little bit. The CDMO world uh, is very specific because um, we uh, capitalize. Uh, hundreds of batches uh, and knowledge. And um, we propose many solutions, many uh, things. And we are always opening our eyes to the new technology, trying to uh, uh, implement uh, new analytical uh, equipment, uh, developing new process equipment to be uh, with uh, higher density cells with uh, different uh, things. So one of the things is keeping agility. On the other side, we also have to uh, keep in mind to be cost-effectiveness because the main thing is to be successful, we have to make or provide offer and or services with affordable prices. So one of the things is we have to uh, standardize, we have to go to an harmonization to really propose platform and catalog uh, services so that uh, it brings um, the best practices and we can do it in a shorter term. So really is keep the right balance on agility. As Morad said, always have a step ahead, looking at any new technology, any new improvement, but also trying to, uh, from a cost-effectiveness point of view, uh, standardize to keep in mind the fact that we need to achieve industrial processes and by the end, for the patient, get affordable prices.
1: Looking towards the future, what's next for this project? And Louis-Marie, coming to you here first?
2: Well, uh, many things, uh, because uh, we are for the next uh, building for the commercial uh, manufacturing uh, Uh, building we are just in the qualification period Uh, so by October uh, we will finish uh, most of uh, those steps we are preparing uh, what we call uh, in our uh, project milestone uh, we are preparing the EMPQ phases and uh, of course the first uh, technical run Uh, by 2024 we will open the door to the first client this is
0: this new Facility have been authorized by the French authorities in 2022, and we are expected to be inspected by the French regulatory uh, in the end of 2023, earlier 2024, uh, after the first batches of, uh, of qualification. And uh, as I say, uh, we are just waiting uh, to produce at large scales. Uh, our uh, new product AVN90 and uh, we are ready, I like to say to produce that for earlier 2024
1: Well thank you to Louis-Marie and Morad for such a great conversation This episode was brought to you in partnership with EPOSCASE and if you enjoyed listening, don't forget to subscribe to the BioInsights Podcast